This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is... You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only, on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey everyone, we're in a happy mood tonight, it's a Sunday evening and guess what, Wolves have beaten, as you know, we're still buzzing from yesterday, I'm sure we all are, Wolves have beaten Liverpool at uh, in the league, I think it's for the first time since something like 1981, they've won 11 times against us, a streak of 11 wins in the uh, top division against us. They're, uh, if they'd have won and beaten us again, it would have equaled their all-time of 12, which, funnily enough, one was against Notts County from something like uh, 1920 to 1953 or something like that. And then the other one was against the Baggy Birds down the road. They they did that against them 12 times. So we got rid of that. Got rid of that. Not only that, we've had a bit of payback for getting us for, the, for that uh, varsical uh, defeat in the FA Cup. They've got knocked out of the FA Cup and we've won three goals to nil. And, you know, Molyneux, Molyneux was rocking as well. We've got some fantastic, amazing guests uh, and Wolves fans lined up. You know, some legends, as you probably will recognise as well. Uh, and we're going to get stuck into it. And there is a one other thing that we're going to do tonight. We're going to do the little wheel as well. But we're doing another little thing tonight. Another, it's something brand new. And that is we're going to... There's a word that every one of the uh, the pundits and the fans have got to uh, have got to slip in somewhere, and it's your guys in the chat. You've got to try and discover what that word is. So we're going to get stuck in, and we're going to get started. I can tell you that we've got Jason, we've got Lucy, we've got Josh, we've got Chris from Wolf Life, we've got Craig. We do have Manny as well, and we've got Chris, who I think's abroad. Uh, the other Chris, Chris Humphreys, coming in as well. But we're going to kick off this evening with uh, Lord Jason Guy. How are you doing, sir? I'm wonderful. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. We've got Chris from Wolf Life and Acorn to Oaks who have power extra time. How are you doing, Chris? I'm great, mate. How are you doing? Absolutely fantastic, mate. Fantastic. And we've got Tuba Wolves Craig, and it turns out before we get started, because we was in the green room, 
and Tuba Wolves Craig and Chris from Wolf Like and Acorn to Oaks actually have history together. Oh, um, they oh, were together now. Not, yeah, not, not biblically, together. not in that sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There would be nothing wrong with that either. But like before we get started, um, guys, Craig, tell us how you uh you you know each other. Go wait. Apparently you've had a few um a few heavy nights as well together. That sounds bad as well, doesn't it? But there yeah, you go. Um yeah, me, me and me and uh he's a he's a he's a really, really nice guy. But by, by by the way, what you uh sees what, what you get with Chris. Uh, we go back to nine, 1996, nine, 97, uh, Chris. Uh, and with uh, my my role was as a lender, so mortgage lending and and uh, personal loan sort of stuff. And Chris worked on the other other side with a, with a fantastic pair of guys, um, yeah. Judge and Bob Neal. Judge and Bob, and uh, they had. A fantastic setup there, where uh, they they worked hard, but but they, but they played hard, uh, and and the number of times that we've uh, we've been out for nights, and, and at, at at the end of the night that uh, the lights have been on, but there's nobody been in. Uh, you know what I mean by that? Yeah. So yeah, you know, it, it's it's a smart. We've had had some great great times, Dave. It's yeah, been uh, been lovely, yeah. and it, it's great to Chris on here as well. Really well, it story. is, and I'll tell you why. I'm so glad that it was an amical breakup as well between the two of you, and you're still friends. So that's really good <laughs> news. Uh, Jason, um, how are you feeling, buddy? Oh, do you know what? I, I can't understand everyone saying how good it was. I thought it was awful. I thought there was no cohesion. The passing was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're teasing Listen, us, mate. That was I, know you're teasing well, us. I can't wind you up that easy. That was incredible. And you know what I want to say to start with? I don't want any discredit to Wolves' performance because there's people saying, oh, it's not the best Liverpool side and they're making excuses and Klopp's yeah, making excuses. Right. We can only beat the 11 out in front of us and there was 11 good Liverpool players out there, whichever way you look at it, and we beat them on every aspect of that turf. So brilliant. Right, I'll tell you what as well. And just before we get started, Jason, I believe you brought out a little tipple. Oh, yes, I have. Uh, yes, it's called Wet Your Wolf Whistle after the podcast. Uh, and we've got a launch night on March the 8th at the Green Duck Brewery in Stourbridge, raising money for the 1P36 uh, Charity Trust, which is uh, um, which my daughter suffers from. So we, we, we're raising money for that charity. So, yeah, Wet Your Wolf Whistle will be out very, very soon. So we've got a launch night in Stourbridge. I've plastered it all over social media. I'll send you some links to put out there, Dave, and it'd be great to see as many people as we can support the event. Yeah, no problem. I'll put it in the chat, and obviously Always Wolves has shared it for you as well. Chris, just before we get started into um, digging deep into uh, yesterday's, well, we, you know, we've all got a smile on our face. Uh, can you just um, obviously tell everyone about the uh, Wolf Life and Acorn to Oaks? Yeah, um, so Wolf Life, we're here for all of you guys. Every, all your all your viewers uh, and, and people who watch it on, you know, like tomorrow and the day after, we're here to help you out with all life insurance related and all uh, financial services um, facilities. So if you want a bit of life insurance, if you want to help with a mortgage, if you want to talk to me about your pensions, uh, I can help and you with all of that. 
and Acorn to Oaks do all sorts of insurance. So I know some of you guys have got your own businesses, so we can help you out with any type of business insurance as well. Um, you know, whether that's landlords cover or uh, covering properties or, or, or just business PI or employer liability. We've got all covered, all the bases. We're all local guys. Um, based in Bilston. Based in Bilston. Um, th somebody was talking about Bilston Town on, on your... That was my dad. Yeah, that, that was my dad because it, 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 there's a funny thing, right? Because when walls were rubbish um, a little while ago, I put it at, on the thing. My dad was having a bit of a rant. He said they couldn't even beat Bilston. And um, it got, went a bit viral. And yesterday, <laughs> he basically were inferring that um, Liverpool were um, about the same standard as Bilston. And uh, to be fair, the manager of Bilston has been... Yeah, so... <laughs> um, and um, he's a top lad, and he was having a chuckle. And uh, they've invited us down to uh, to Bilston Town at some point. Cool. So when we go down, I think there's a few of us that should get down to Bilston uh, for yeah. a crack, go down and see a bit of grassroots football. And um, I'm going to let everyone know when we go down. It'll be nice... Take, take your boots, you might be playing. I tell you what, I'd love to play. Maybe I'll be like that Everton fan, you know, on the Michael McIntyre show. Now yeah. let me take a penalty, mind you. I'd, I'd say let you take a penalty, but I've seen you take penalties, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I've got other friends, you know, Dave. Like, to be fair, you did. To be fair, if you haven't watched um, thingy, me and Jason played in a charity game uh, two or three years ago on Mol at Molyneux, and. Um, Jason's quite strong, he's tall, you know, and he, he, he got, it was a bit like the Harry Kane in the World Cup. He, we had, he had a penalty and he buried the first one and then the, we had a second penalty. He thought, well, he's good at penalties. They gave him the penalty again and it was virtually identical to the Harry Kane penalty, the second one, flying apart over the from, Apart from eight, the Asda. Apart from, you, apart from you at the Asda. Now, just getting back onto Chris, guys... This is a local company. If you do have a business, check them out for their, um, for, you know, for your, even if you've got a business for your employer's insurance and all that sort of stuff, because they are local, it's supporting each other. And if you just want a quote for your family's life insurance or mortgage rates are really important at the moment, they're the best place to go to because they've got access to so many different things in the market and they're a local company, so they care about local people as well. Fantastic. Right, let's get stuck into the game. Craig. Mm. Well, I'm expecting the tuba to have come out today with, um, you know, I'll never walk alone or something like that. When we get to 10th, I'll Ten. get the organ out, the organ out and the tuba out. And I'll the do organ? It. Oh, family oh, show. Oh, no, 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 I don't no, want to see you turn your organ again. You can take that offline, you know. No. Um, yeah, uh, an in interesting fact for for our start that, that I held about. Um, since the World Cup finished and the Premier League restarted, Liverpool's leading league goalscorer is a guy called Wout Faz. If you haven't heard of him, it's because he's a defender for Leicester City. He scored two own goals in Liverpool's 2-1 win on the 30th of December. How about that? I, I, was, I was howling, so... I, I, they nearly had an hat trick as well, didn't they? Oh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. So he's their he's their leading goal scorer this year. Um, anyway, what a performance! Um, and the thing that I I I I loved, and the thing that, that I'm beginning to see, is this intelligent 
in, in, into play uh, between players swapping positions, which is re it's almost uh, um, impossible to mark uh, in in the first 10, um, uh, 15 minutes. Liverpool players could not get close to Wolves players because of this interchanging. Um, we looked hungry. We looked sharp. Julian's uh, uh, got them uh, hyped up. Uh, skillful players. Lamina, we've been crying out for a, a, a Lamina player now for three to four years. A guy that does the dirty jobs and 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 didn't nevers. Look, look, absolutely world class um, yesterday because Nevers was allowed to do what Nevers does uh, best. He's skillful. He, he he didn't have to concern himself with watching the back four. Lamina did that for him. I mean, it just what a boy, what an absolute boy that is. And 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 Liverpool's fire, just like a dragon, straight out. Now messing about, fire straight out. We. And we bit them in the throat, so they got uh, no fuel for the fire to go. We did them. And apart from 15 minutes of uh, the second half, start the second half, um, like a defunct dragon, uh, Dave. Gone. 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 So, 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 put um, the yeah. fire out. Jason, let's come to you next, mate. What would you What would you like to say about yesterday? Any, any, uh, what are your points? It was incredible. You know, I've got to agree with everything Craig's just said. I think, you know, we come out the blocks really quick, which is, um, you know, we wasn't used to that under, obviously, Large. And under Lopetegui, we, I know I keep saying it, we just look a completely different side. To get a goal so early on, obviously, give us give us a bit of comfort. And then to get another goal um, was just, you, you could see then there was a, a bit of a cushion. And you know what? Full credit to Wolves because, like I said, we, we can't say that Liverpool were a poor side and all this. You know what? They had a decent team out. They wanted to win that game. You know, they had some real, they had some real match winners out there. But Wolves had a game plan. They stuck to it. They looked structured. They looked fitter. Um, listen, I, I can't, I can't say there was one player who was a weak link in that side. I thought they all played excellently. They all played for each other. I think Wang as well. It was so unfortunate that yeah. he had to go off injured. It really was. Lamina looks like a breath of fresh air. Once again, I agree with with Craig's points because he does, you know, that those jobs. And and you know, we saw Nevis score a goal in the box. And after does that happen unless it's a penalty? I'll tell you what as well, Jason. That was a long busting run that he was putting everything to get up there. Yeah. And it one of the things that we were talking about earlier in the season, we weren't getting players into the box or and stuff like well, that. Well, listen, at the start of the season, Nevis was the centre half for us. And yeah. then you've seen him, you've seen him burst into the box like that and finish. And we've never seen Ruben Nevis do that ever. So you just think, you know, wow, it's just just not what we're used to, is it? And we go on about the crowd, Dave. I know when we did the podcast the other night, we thought, how can we get the crowd going? And I'm not saying I told you so. Winning football, attacking football, scoring goals. And look at the crowd. You know, if we'd have gone a goal down yesterday, as we, you know, instead of us going a goal, if we'd have gone a goal down, the crowd wouldn't have been like that. The crowd wouldn't have been spurring us on. Let's be completely honest about it, right? We went a goal up early doors. Then we scored again. Everyone was on fire. We stopped Liverpool playing. It was an exciting game to watch. We're scoring goals, and and it's no, you know, it's no coincidence that the, the, the crowd were behind the team, and then that spurred him on for the third goal. The third goal was fantastic. We've we've just beat, a, a, you know, a decent Liverpool side, 
And honestly, we're all over the moon, aren't we? Absolutely incredible. Buzzing. Chris, over to you, mate. What points would you like to make? Well, echo echo what Craig and uh, you know what we've all been saying. Fantastic performance. I thought Lamina Lamina's just set Neves free um, to do what we all want him to do. The 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 run absolutely brilliant. I thought Dawson had a brilliant game as well. Oh, he did, um, mate. Oh, I mean, incredible. I must admit, um, I saw the uh, when I saw the team come out. I thought, you know, I was bit like Pedence not starting. I was like, okay, I'll trust him what he's doing. I thought, would he drop? Um, would would he drop either Kilman or Collins the first game because of their confidence and stuff? But he 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 brought Dawson in, and he was absolutely magnificent. And you know, you look at Diego Costa, um, who's been here for five months or ever long now. You know, not scored striker Dawson. Could have had two. He had a header at the back post yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and he was like, he made one mistake, um, which we could forgive him for. Um, other than that, he was imperious, and the way he was leading at the back line as well. Yeah. He, he yeah. just right. he'd been there for, I don't know, for years. It yeah. was fantastic. He was, he was the lead. He was the leader on the pitch. I mean, Liverpool look bereft of leaders. They don't look like they've got a leader amongst them, and we just took took them apart. Took him apart. I mean, that run from Troyore when he came on, uh, that the ball Martino put over, and he, he just looked, like, he just looked like a beast. Looked like something out of Ace of the Dragon. He was just amazing when he came on. Um, he was just tearing. I suppose it would have been Robertson, their left, their left back, tore him apart. Um, and obviously, <laughs> when he put the ball into Neves to score, I did wonder whether he was aiming for the guy the other side. Um, but you know, Neves just brilliant control and you know, dummy the goalie. It's just a fantastic move. Mm. Um, and it was, I mean, to be honest, you've got what well, the other thing that we've got to do there as well, because um, we've got to talk about um, you know, we've got to talk about Julian Lopetegui, we've got to talk about Bruno Large. Okay, he was incredibly slow at making substitutions, he used to be incredibly reactive. The start of the second half, we all knew Liverpool were going to come out after a bit of a, you know, teacups throwing and whatever in the uh, in the away dressing room. They come out fired up. We were on the back foot for a little bit. I thought we dealt with it very well. We, you know, man to man, there was a fight there, but uh, Lopetegui could see there was an issue. And on 58, 60 minutes, he makes a double change because he thinks, right, we need to change something. And then he brings on Matinho for one. Matinho's the guy. Um, that wins the ball. Um, oh, back, incredible. Uh, wins the ball, has the vision to play this perfect crossfield ball yeah. just out the way of the uh, the Liverpool defence. Um, obviously, Adama gets it, runs away, and then I don't know what's been said to Adama or anything because he like this. He literally had a great game. Uh, he was knowing when to go, and he looked up. And he pinged that ball across right into Neves. Neves' ball control was insane. It literally took five Liverpool defenders out with that one pass and puts it in. And I'm telling you what, Traore, we should have had four because he did exactly the same um, for Raul Jimenez, who tried that little dink. It didn't come off. He should have just literally passed it into the back of the net, really. But what I'm saying is, Matinho, come on, Lopetegui made the changes, he wins the ball and he starts that breakaway move and that killed them dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The game Fantastic. was done. Right, listen, 
Matinho, I think he actually, if you watch the video, it's almost like he won it twice because he got footy yeah. and yeah. then it went away from him and then he won it again and he and he and he put that ball over and that that was that was incredible play and you know what so he broke up the play so not only did he create a chance for us he also stopped Liverpool from playing just incredible. He's still got you see and people some people write Matinho off and stuff like that but I think he's still got a big role to play within the uh, within the squad in terms of the leadership he's still got that passion like a young teenager excitement to play you see him on the sideline when we you know we're scoring he's right there. With us, he comes on, you know, the game's in full flow and he's got someone of that experience to bring on. Um, and he just did a really good job. And I think the changes that you've got to give credit, you've got to give credit to uh, Julian Lopetegui for being decisive in his changes when he actually uh, when he actually made them and it made all the difference. I mean, how good was it as well, boys? At the end of the game, we got like three or four minutes to go. And we were doing the Olays. I think we did about 60 passes and Liverpool pushed the ball. It was like, I remember us doing that to United one time a few years ago. You know, the whole the whole of Molyneux was as one. And Jason, you, you are right with the team winning and stuff like that. And that, that does help. But I do think Manny's got a, was a point as well from the other side. Because obviously you see both sides. The, the fans came... At the weekend, they came with intent to start yep. that atmosphere. You know, like you know that I'm part of the match day experience group. The goal music went something yep. I put, we were pushing for. Um, you know, and we've talked about, it, and I've been quite strong um, in put my for, thoughts forward that I don't think we need the goal music. I think the crowd can get behind. I know we haven't scored that many goals. But I didn't know they were going to drop it out yesterday, but they dropped it out. They bought in a different playlist before they bought back, like the Wonder of You, which we talked about on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, and I do think you're right. So it's think, all thanks to you, Dave. Pardon? It's all thanks to you. No, no, no. I think <laughs> like what you said, like the Wonder of You came on as well, and they bought in a few other tracks that they've changed the track. And I think, like what you said, if we can get some like um, stuff to. to yeah. The banners as homage to the former players, absolutely. They buy into all of this, and the fans were great. There's obviously different things are going, but the fans were were on it from the from the from before the kickoff, yeah. and I think that fed through. Joe Gomez coming onto the pitch before kickoff, and I think it was like we were the fans kind of acknowledged we were absolutely crap against um, Liverpool in the um, um, in the in the in, in the, the um, in the cup at Molyneux. And it's like, right, we're going to come on our A game. Yeah. And Ruben Neves said after the match, you know, how how much it meant to the players with the fans. And, you know, they came out, reacted to the fans' atmosphere before the game. And the first and 12 minutes in, we're 2-0 up in Dreamland. Liverpool fans were dead quiet over that <laughs> side. They were like... Yeah, Dave, that's because they was ripping out the seats at the time. Yeah. Well, someone's mentioned that. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, they... <sighs> The ripping out the seats. I mean, Jesus. I mean, you know, the, mindless. I just no. don't know why they they seem to need to uh, to do that. You know, Liverpool fans are a bit down at the moment. Yeah, but they haven't suffered like what we have, have they, Craig? No, no. I, I, I'm just, just uh, going to say, what what impact do you think um, our change of manager has made on the on 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 the fans as well? We've got clearly a world class manager. He's absolutely world class. And and to see what that guy has done in 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 six to seven weeks, 
excites me beyond I haven't been uh, this excited for 30, 35 years because I, 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 I honestly believe that this guy knows exactly what he's doing. He knows the game inside out. He knows the players that he wants to execute his plan. They're working their backsides off. The skill level in that squad now is off the charts. And that, and, and we've also got um, what I call duplicate replacements. So that if one of them gets injured, we've actually got somebody as good to come in. So in, in, in the space of what? Six, seven weeks, we've gone from uh, a team bereft of any confidence, bereft of any direction, bereft of any plan to... Uh, a, a team that's really starting to look like that, like like it's going forward. It knows its role, and I just think in two or three months' time, and next season, what are we going to be doing? It, it, the future is really, really bright for us. This manager's top draw. He is top draw. To be fair, um, I mean he's uh, he's coming. They're backing him. The players are buying into it. Obviously, they talked on uh, you know the Wolves YouTube and socials. They talked to him about the new players, and he he, he basically said it's not just about them; it's about the team, the squad. They're coming in to help us. You know that you, you look at some of the uh, the first day footage um, that Wolves TV have put out and stuff like that, which I thought really, the media team do a great job at Wolves. To be fair, they've gone up their a level the last two or three years, and it's really insightful seeing the players. They're going through all the different processes, meeting the team. And there seems to be back this sense that it's all of this stuff under Nuna where we, we had this one-pack mentality and everyone was in it together and the fans were with the players, the players were with each other and with the manager and we slowly seem to have got dismantled. What they've done during uh, since Bruno's gone, eventually getting the right man, backing him, investing into the squad, bringing in the right players, the... <laughs> The squad that's there, all the sorts of thinking like the project's now back on again, the plan's back on, and gradually, bit by bit, all those bricks that have fell out that wall are being put back together again, yeah. and we're starting to become stronger. And I'm right, what you're saying, Craig, I said this yesterday, if as long as we stay up, I think next year we could be a real force if they... Yeah, we're going to stay up today. There's no danger of us going down. None of I, I, I think... It'd be nice to get to the point where we can say we can write this season off. I.e., yeah. we're not going to get relegated. We ain't challenging for Europe. So we want to get to the point where we go, well, it's wrote off now. Let's look to next season. But obviously, <laughs> there's a few points to win. A couple of teams around us won yesterday. Uh, Everton, Forest today. So there's a couple of teams, you know, taking points. So we, we've still got to be mindful where we are. But that 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 win yesterday was just incredible. And I think it was quite unexpected as well because we wasn't going into that game realistically thinking we was going to beat Liverpool 3-0. I mean, what would the odds have been? You know, I, I wasn't going to back it, but I'll tell you what, it was um, it was just, listen, unbelievable win. And Jason, it could have been four or five. Um, Nunes yeah. had a great opportunity to make it. Uh, that when he dragged it, I mean, dragged it wide. That when he dragged yeah. wide. Yeah. yeah. Well, he hit it at the keeper, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know, I don't want to drag on about it, but he, oh, he, he scored. I want to make a point about Dawson as well because I said on 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 social media that he was a very astute signing. I did also say, and, and uh, quite rightly, his his stats were brought up by I think it was Carl. Um, do you know what? You know, he does get forward, 
and, and for him to get that goal, it's, it's obviously quite typical of the player he is. And you could see how he's bringing Kelman on as well. And, you know, yeah. listen, I think he's going to be a really, really good signing at both ends of the pitch as well. I, I'm really, really pleased with that. And for him to score on his debut is incredible. I mean, I mean that, was, that was like no messing. It was literally wallop, bang, literally yeah. straight in. I mean, yeah. he was just he just yeah. in the right position and he put the ball in the back of the net. And as I said, he was at the back post and he just hit the top of his head and looped over. It could have been another one. He, he, yeah. You know, Lopetegui, before the game, I was, you know, obviously he knows what he's doing, but like Pedem's not in the starting line. Wang was great until yeah. he got his injury. Yeah. You know, you know, he obviously using that pace that he's got and he's somehow putting some confidence. I feel sorry for the lad because... Um, he just keeps picking up these injuries when he comes back. But I thought it was a real good sign, again, of the uh, of the crowd. You know, when he came off, and he came off yes. on the Liverpool side, he walked across all in front of the North Bank and then down the side, and ev- people were standing up, clapping him. Yeah. And he, you could see how much that meant to him, the last <coughs> face. And, you know, he has had a bit of stick. Um, but he had a good game, and I felt sorry for him because he, he he brought him in, and then obviously he's made the change to bring Dawson in. But he's not afraid to make these calls, yeah. and that's what you want in a yeah. manager. And I'm sure Collins is probably who hadn't done a lot wrong recently because he he did you know since his uh, red card, you know he lost a bit of confidence. His form was coming back, but he still made the change, and it worked. He scored. Great call. Well, Great both call, instrumental in the first two goals. How many balls, uh, Dave, broke their line? We've been talking about it for a year and a half, haven't we? Our, yeah. our uh, lack of goals. Yeah. And the and the amount of balls that our, our new midfield guys and, and, mm-hmm. and the different running from the forwards broke that Liverpool uh, bat line. Was, we, we, we did it time and time again. For the first goal, it, it was that beautiful dink, dink over, uh, wasn't it? Split the defence for Wang to get in there. And 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 that's the sort of ball we've been missing for for one and a half for two years. And 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 I saw it so many times uh, uh, yesterday. It, it, it's just fantastic to yeah. see because because from those balls, we're now going to start scoring goals. And that and that's that to me is hallelujah. Here we go. And tell you what, Craig, as well. The other thing that came from that, you know what? We had a bit of luck. Um, but God, do have we, you know, over all this time, have we not needed a bit of luck against Liverpool? The luck always goes their way. Wang got in. He was, we don't, we've seen it back, didn't see it live, but I thought it would, you know, he, he actually tries to put it back because we've got two players running into the box. Players running into the box. Yeah. It hits one defender, hits the post, hits the other, and it just goes over the line. We've earned that luck. But you, you earn your luck. If you start putting the pressure, the pressure we put under Liverpool, they didn't know what was at them. We were all over them. We've seen teams do that to us, where we panic and make mistakes. We see, we you know, we saw it against City um, the week before, where we was we couldn't get out. And right from the get go, you know, two 0 after twelve minutes, they were literally shocked. Liverpool yeah. could have been three down. They got to half time. Um, saw he had a bit of criticism. Um, in the last game for thingy. I'll tell you what, Paul Bentley's coming, or Dan Bentley's coming, um, 29-year-old goalkeeper, saw at a pool game. You can't fault him. Um, the thing, he made a good, uh, solid save in the first half, just after the second goal. Um, and he made another couple of good saves, great positional uh, keeping. 
And, um, he, you know, fair play to Sari, bounced back, didn't he, Jason? Oh, listen, absolutely. You know, I've been, I have been critical of him. But, you know, it's an important point that, that Lopetegui isn't afraid to make these calls. Big call with Dawson yesterday. And he might need to drop Sari at some point. And if, and if he has to, you know, he's got to do what he's got to do. And, and that's that's a, a strong, a strong trait to have. Um, but listen, yesterday, I just think he got it right all over the park. And, you know, like I said, big calls. But listen, some uh, some big players out there who really showed some character. Absolutely, mate. I mean, and it's, it's, it's nice, isn't it, uh, to be coming on on a Sunday night. And, you know, we've had a great victory. We've, everyone's got a bit of togetherness. There's so much positivity out there. Yeah. You know, we can. I mean, we sat the we. You know, we talked we, at the last podcast when we were together with Johnny Phillips and Paul and Manny, me and you, and we we're looking at the points tally. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we've got three. I mean, I think most of us said around about ten. I think Johnny was about seven because he obviously didn't think we were going to beat Liverpool. I had a. I, you know, I said two nil before. I knew we were going to do okay because the producer. <clears throat> Emma, she, she said before the match, I've got a feeling today we're going to win. And she never says it. I said to her after the game, how did you know? And she just kind of knew. And it, we just had that feeling that they were there for the taking. And the guys went and took it. And But the key thing is now, we've won that. We can't rest on our laurels because, yeah, yeah. we've beaten Liverpool. We've got to go and put in a performance against Southampton next week yeah. who are desperate for points. That's <laughs> the big game, that is. And then yep. we've got Bournemouth following that, you know. Who are, again, the, we've got to put we've got to put both of those teams to bed, yeah. to bed next in the next two games. We've got to go there and literally put them to bed, you know. We can go into these games with confidence now, Dave. I mean, you look at the, the confidence that Lopetegui is giving the side as a whole. You know, his man management skills are obviously first class, and you know, like everyone says, he's an elite manager. So we'll be going into these two games now looking for victories. We will, you know, we're going into every game looking to win, not looking to pick up a point, looking to win. And if we can beat Liverpool 3-0, it's going to give us huge, huge confidence. Absolutely. Dave, if you turn that round and you asked any Saints fans and Bournemouth fans whether they want to play Wolves at the yeah. moment, no. they're going to turn around and say, I'm not on your life. Yeah, We've got to realise We've been where we are simply through bad management, not yes. through bad players. We've yep. been there through bad management. Now, a guy's come in, very, yep. very quickly turned it round, and we're just going to go up and up and up, up uh, that time. We could we could well um, finish halfway without without yep. any... Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. surprise to me at all. Yeah. Um, I know. Well, we're going to get on to... Uh, we're going to get on to now our... Um, performance ratings and our man of the match before we do the wheel question. Uh, guys, we've got over 300 people watching live on the show tonight, which is fantastic. If you're brand new, um, if you subscribe to the channel, you'll be able to join in all the guys in the comment section below. And don't forget, if you want to support the channel and become a member, that's even better. That'd be amazing. Right. We got, who wants to go first with their performance rating and the man of the match? Jason's waving. How are you doing, mate? You're right. You're going to go. Performance rating, 10 out of 10. And I genuinely mean that. We've beat Liverpool 3-0 at Molyneux. And we've played well across the park. 10 out of 10, 100%. Because if we win games like that week in, week out, it's, it's we're going to be saying that's a 10 out of 10 performance. Doesn't matter who the opposition is. Like I've said, you can only beat what's in front of you. Man of the match for me, um, it was a, a toss-up between Lamina and Dawson. I'm going to give it to Lamina. Just looked so comfortable on the ball. 
so assured in possession. Um, yeah, for me, Lamina, you know, and, and Craig put it brilliantly. You know, he does the work, uh, does the dirty work, if you like. And he was allowing other players around him to play. I, I just thought he was magnificent. Um, the moment of the match for me was that, that, that those two or three touches by Martinho where he, he broke up the play, then he won it back, then he knocked it out for the wing to draw it and, and, you know, effectively made that goal. Um, listen, it was just, as you say, Dave, imperious across the pitch, 10 out of 10. And, uh, yeah, man of the match for me, Lamina. Fantastic. Right, Chris, let's go to your moment of the day. Could be anything, man of the match and performance rating. Oof, moment of the day. I'm afraid Jason stole my thunder because I was just going to say that that play by Matinho, five seconds, wins the yep. ball twice, puts a ball over that was just on the sixpence, exactly where you want it to be. And then Troyore just showing Robertson a clean pair of heels, pinging the ball in. I mean, that, that just like 10, 15, 12 seconds of play was absolutely fantastic. And, and for, for Neves to dummy the keeper and oh, that was just yeah. lovely. And, and then on his knees, sliding yeah. down and going like exactly. that. Exactly. I mean, how good was that? Oh, you see how much the club means to Ruben Neves as well, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I right. mean, you know, it, you just... Yeah. And Neves scoring a goal inside the box. Yes. What's going on? I know, I know. <laughs> Fantastic. So who's your, who did you give your man of the match there? I'll say I was, I, I was torn between Lamina at... Lamina and Neves. Oh, I'm going to say Neves because you put the ball away, but Lamina and Dawson were also superb. And it was a 10 out of 10 performance. All these people, we've all heard people saying, oh, Liverpool aren't playing well. We've just beaten a team full of internationals who've got... We were two games away from winning the quadruple last year. Exactly. Yeah. We, yeah. we made them look bad. They did, you know, we made them look bad. We were absolutely brilliant. And we should all be proud of ourselves and Southampton and Bournemouth should be scared. But don't forget Klopp said that second goal shouldn't have counted. Well he took through his through his hat sometimes, doesn't he? Let's go over to Craig. Same questions uh, to you, mate. Yeah, three it, you have a full house, you have, you have bingo. I'm a I'm a ten out of out of ten. Uh Jason wow. uh, you know, if you're gonna beat Liverpool three nil at home, that's gotta if you find fault with that no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Lamina. Uh, I, I did um, actually give it a nine um, because I thought yeah, we could have won by more. And I, I've got to give him a little bit of room. I have given yeah, one ten. I'm yeah. going to fall out with you like Manny did the other week yeah, if you start giving Wolves a nine after that performance. I know, and I gave it a nine because um, I think there's more to come. Lamina, uh, man of the match, for all the reasons I've said, he 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 now allows that midfield to tick. And we're going to see some amazing football because he does the dirty stuff. My my um, uh, top moment was actually something that happened in about 17 minutes of the second half when Liverpool looked as though they were going to score. We had every single man either on the 18-yard uh, line or behind the defending to stop that ball going in the net. You want about the one that came out to the edge of the area and he, he yeah, hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and finished off by Adama doing a bicycle kick yeah. to clear it. When you've got your whole team desperate to stop the opposition scoring, you know that you're going in the right direction. And I absolutely love that. Yeah, too right. 
Absolutely fantastic, mate. Absolutely brilliant. I'll tell you what, we're, it, it is brilliant. I mean, hey, Jason, Manny's giving it me now as well from the thing you've got. Good luck. Manny's going to be out. I'm normally, I'm normally like the one that overrates everything as well, and I'll get to tell everyone else for being thing. Anyway, we'd spin the wheel time, so let's spin that wheel and um, and go with the wheel spin, and let's see what comes up this week. For you, uh, for you guys, can you see the wheel? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to spin that wheel. We've done this. Not doing that. We've done that. We've done that. Okay, we haven't done this one for a very, very long time. So it's a Wolves question. Gosh. You can sign anyone for Wolves tonight. Who would you sign? One final signing after the uh, transfer window. Who wants to go first with that? I'll go. go on. I would sign Erling Haaland. I just think as a striker, as a centre forward, there's just so much to his game. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Craig. So you've done him again. You've done <laughs> him again. Sorry. Jason's a great chance, I have to say. I did say, he gets in there. He don't mess, Jason. He's straight in. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> We know it's For me, uh, Erling Haaland, yeah, all-round player. He's, he's, you know, I'm not going to compare him to Bully, but he, he just scores goals when you think he shouldn't. He's strong. He's mobile. He's just got everything in his locker. Skillful, yeah, mm. and he can get you thirty odd goals a season. So it's a no-brainer for me. Absolutely fantastic. We will now uh, go on to Craig. Virgil Van Dijk. I'd like him at Wolves. A fit one. Yeah, uh, I th- I think his his organisation and his ball plays yeah. is outstanding. We'd have a spine man to die for, wouldn't we? So, mm. oh yeah, with Erling Haaland as well. Yeah, yeah. yes, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Okay, uh, Chris. Well, you know what, Jason and Craig, they doesn't get a lot better than them pair, does it? Um, let's go on 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 form. I suppose Casemiro at Man United's doing quite well. He'd be it. That would make our spine complete. Um, you know, and we. to be fair, though, would he get into our midfield at the moment? I'm not sure. Um, but ha- Haaland, Haaland, yeah. That's, that's a great share that was, James. Yeah, so, yeah, you, you yeah. beat us to it. Mason Greenwood's available. <laughs> I don't think of anyone who takes Greenwood. I just don't... You know what? Someone that's... actually put on Twitter, they put, um, they put, would you take Mason Greenwood? <laughs> what sort of questions that? <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he needs to go away and you know yeah, uh, <laughs> go away. That is ridiculous. I was like, and, um, yeah, it'll, it'll take him a long time. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I don't want to talk about that, but I don't think United will have him. Someone will take him at some point, and he's going to re- try and rebuild his life and his career and and try and rebuild himself in some way. But like, see what though, Dave? Take him. It would come with too much baggage. Yeah. A player on some serious form who lives his right off the, his life right off the pitch as well, Marcus Rashford. I mean, what a player he's oh, turning into. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we you could have looked at him three or four years ago and, you know, he, he was in a bit of a Danny Welbeck mode. He, you know, is he going to make it? Is he going to be a, a top striker? You know, now, unbelievable. Great Jace. player. Jace, and, and isn't that a typical example as well of what a good manager and a bad manager can do to a player? Rashford was head of it 12 months ago. Yeah. Now he's completely, he's back to what Marcus Rashford yes. uh, yeah. plays like because of how he's managed. 
Oh, well, let's just remember he's gone from a, it was Neves that did this first. It, you oh, know, um, Rash, Rashford's gone from a £20, £30 million pound player to now a £60, £70 million pound yeah. player. And he's going Confidence. Yeah. Well, and again, you can see that coming. Anyway, um, that kind of concludes. Jason, uh, just remind everyone about your, um, your, your whistle beer thing. Whitney Wolf Whistle, 8th of March, the Green Duck Brewery in Stourbridge, 7pm to 11pm. We've got a Motown DJ raising money for the 1P36 Family Trust. If you look at me on my socials, there's there's loads of opportunities to obviously get tickets. I think half the room sold already. Um, and it's the night before an Albion podcast, the, the Liquidator podcast, doing something live down there. So we've got to get down there. We're going to make sure it's a busier night than theirs. And we're going to put loads of wall stickers everywhere. So when them blue and white Tesco carrier bags walk in, they'll know that the Golden Black Army have been there. I love it. I love it. I love it. Chris, from you? From me? Yeah. Just for your uh, Acorn to Oaks again. So, yeah. So we're here for all you guys, Acorn to Oaks. We'll help you in any way we can. As Dave said, if we can help you with a mortgage, get you a new deal. Um, we deal with every lender out there, uh, and we, you know, we're just here to help. You're all local, probably going to speak to me, quite frankly. Um, and we, we just want to help all, 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 all Wolves fans, even maybe Albion fans, but you know, probably not. Dave, <laughs> I'll just, help everybody just to let you listen. know, this guy's as straight as a die, which, which, which some in financial services are not. This guy will, will be absolutely straight with you, so you don't have to worry about talking to him. About anything at all, he's a good lad. I know he's a good egg. He's a really nice bloke as well. And um, you know, you know, fill in the form below, and you can even get in the draw for some wolves goodies as well. But the links in the description below. If you're thinking about your uh, your life insurance, it's it's important. It needs to be done. If you're thinking about mortgages, if you're thinking about employer stuff, get in touch with Chris, and he'll help you. Absolutely. Anything financial. Uh, and Craig, uh, we should say that you're uh, you're the musical director of a very top uh, a top brass band, aren't you? Yeah, so, yeah, you got... yeah, I am. We, we, we've got the Midland areas in two weeks again, so we're we're hard uh, at it and um, and enjoying it. But but rehearsal sandwich sweeter when your team just busted one of the best teams uh, in the in the world. Not not just this league. Everybody knows worldwide Liverpool top class. And we absolutely kick the backsides. And and, and if uh, and, and Wolves fans, if you're listening to this, if you haven't had a look at all the Liverpool podcasts on YouTube, do yourself a favour. You don't need to spend money on Peter Kay. Just watch the podcast. <laughs> it's comedy they are, gold, isn't it? Comedy you know, gold. They are off. Uh, but there's a Absolute meltdown. Oh, it's just um. What am I watching this world a clap for? What? What? Why do I bother? Why do I bother? Oh, calm down, calm I like down. that. Um, I don't know where he is. The chappy, he's in a different country somewhere. He's got the beard and stuff like that. Oh, I mean, oh. he's, he's the funniest one of the lot. He is. I don't know. Oh, it is funny, but yeah, it's 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 like it's like comedy gold. It's well worth a watch. Just look for it on YouTube and stuff. If you watch my stuff on YouTube and. Put Liverpool and Wolves in, you'll find it. And uh, there's a few compilations out there, so watch that. Brilliant, guys! It's been an absolute pleasure. And the guys in the chat, we've got you know 300 watching, as I say, we've had some new subscribers already join. But every single one of the guys got the secret word in, and they all said it. 
So if you were listening carefully, you, you might have spotted the word. And I was chuckling to myself because they were very, very clever how you got the word in. So uh, so well done indeed. And I will be asking towards the end because we've got another four pundits coming to see if you can spot what the secret word is this week. So you'll have to keep watching. Uh, Jason, Craig and Chris, love you guys. Thanks so, so, so much uh, for coming on. Absolutely. Till the next one. See you in a bit, guys. See you, boys. See you. See you later. <laughs> Brilliant contribution there from Craig, Jason, and uh, Chris. Um, where are we? Ah, there we go. Now we're going to be bringing on Manny. How you doing, mate? Where's uh, we're bringing? I'm on okay, mate. Lucy, can you turn your camera around, Lucy, a little bit? No, oh, there we it. go. Love it. Uh, we've got Josh no and we've got Chris. Now, Manny, we can't see any picture for you. Can't you? No. Can anyone else <laughs> see that, Manny? Or can you just see what no. I see, which is just a black screen? A black, I can black see screen. myself and I can see all of you guys. So I don't just know what's black. Yeah, we can't see you. I'll just show you on the, I'll, if I, um, on the, um, the thing. So, um, how do I do that? I ain't got a clue because I can see myself um, next to all of you guys. I don't know how to pitch that there. Let me try. Uh, let me just get try and get it, go do it on my phone because I'm yeah. Log back in because you were there, but we what can't. We can hear you. We can't see you. We'll tap the stop Hello, camera, Manny, and start it again. No, uh, cameras. That I have tried, just clicked on it a couple of times. Uh, Wait. Sorry, everybody. I'll be with you shortly. Okay. We don't worry. We'll see you in a second. Um, oh, he's, he's back. Yeah. Hey. Am, I, am I back? Yeah. <laughs> You're back. Am I there now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can see you now, mate. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. We've got the Molly New backdrop as well. Guy, uh, Lucy, welcome to the show, mate. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you, Chick. Yes, I'm all right. How are you? Look at your little smiley face today. It's there. It's big and beaming. <laughs> big and beaming. I'm loving it, Lucy. I'm loving it. Josh, how are you, mate? I'm good, thanks. Yourself, Dave? Yeah, mate, I think we've all got a smile on our face tonight. <laughs> yeah. We all have. And Chris, tell me, you're not actually at home, are you? You're somewhere in the world tonight. I'm in a, a lovely place called Tallinn, which is the capital of Estonia. Can I ask, why are you in Estonia? You're not scouting uh, for wolves, are you? Well, I don't want to drag on about my own work sort of stuff, but I'm here for a meeting, so that's all. That's all. They don't have um, Zoom meeting, Zoom in Estonia or anything like that? Uh, well, yeah, sometimes you have to look people in the eye, Dave, and, and stare them down. Right, there's so, nothing uh, like... I mean, when we do the podcast, to be honest, I've got to, I've got to say, I love all the, the stuff online, but... Um, it's really nice when we get together to do the um, the general podcast like we did the other week. You probably saw the one with Johnny Phillips and stuff like that. It was a great podcast. And it's really nice meeting up and having a natter and, and, and talking like that. There's nothing like yeah. it. Call it old-fashioned. That's how it used to be back in yeah. the day. Yeah. When me and Manny, when we did the first podcast going back three years or ever ago, again, before the pandemic, Manny, we, that was in person. They were the first two person. or three, four were in person anyway, weren't they, Manny? 
Yeah, uh, fabulous occasions, to be honest. You can't that. you can't do that anymore, though, Dave, because you're in hiding from Manny, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> He's next to me. I can punch him from here. Yeah, <laughs> We've got this team going on this year. I don't like it. It's good. It's good. Um, but yeah, we've got to get back on the tennis courts as well soon when it's um, when it warms up. Hopefully, get back on the tennis courts. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Anyway, let's kick off first with Manny. Yeah. Um, what's <clears throat> your points that you'd like to make about the weekend's game, mate? You know what? Um, uh, I know you you asked me earlier. My father's been in hospital um, uh, most of January um, in India. And, and yeah, he had, he's got a few problems with his heart, but he's okay. So he's getting better. And um, we rang him after the game. We rang him and he goes, bloody hell, I'm supposed to stay calm. This is like, how have Wolves beaten Liverpool (laughs) 3-0? He was absolutely buzzing. He was, you know, and believe it or not, his his doctor um, is Portuguese. Um, No way. Dr. Dr. Aegon is is Portuguese. And... um, uh, um, he knows all the Wolves players, so obviously he's a big fan of Neves and you know Matinho and 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 all the our Portuguese legends. And um, uh, so he had a good natter with him as well uh, about the game. So points about the match, mate. It was the in our lifetime, you know, we haven't a lot of people's lifetimes we haven't beaten a top elite side at Molyneux by that scoreline in that way ever. You know, we've beaten Chelsea 2-1. We've beaten Man City 3-2. We've beaten... We've had good performances and we've had comebacks and we've done well, but we've never just took it to a top team, got in front, weathered a little bit of a storm and then went again and literally, in the end, took the pee. We passed it around and took the pee. You know... Liverpool players were chasing shadows. Thiago Alicantra is one of the greatest midfielders the Premier League's ever seen, I think. He was chasing shadows. He came off that pitch wondering what had just happened to him. Mm-hmm. You know, our midfield totally and utterly dominated every blade of grass. And um, uh, it was just, you know, when I heard you gave 9 out of 10, Dave, if, if that's 9 out of 10... Forget the scoreline. Forget it. Even if it was, if, if we'd have beaten Southampton 10-0, that wouldn't have been 10 out of 10. This is Liverpool at home, you know, and we took them apart and we won and we should celebrate these moments. Oh, I am celebrating it. Don't worry don't, about these that. These don't come, uh, uh, you know, that often. You know, teams don't take apart sides like that. 
that often. So um, absolute unbelievable um, occasion, day, um, before, after, during, pre-match. You know, it was right. It was spot on. When you start with that right intention, you know, I was talking about it before. When you start with a positive intention, I ran a half marathon in the morning. Um, and when I got out to run the half marathon, I thought about everybody in the streets out roaring me. So as I was running, I was imagining all these people flooding out on the streets, cheering me. And when I finished, I broke my personal best by nearly 10 minutes. And wow. I, hadn't run half I hadn't run a half marathon for over a year, you know. It, the thing that's is that massive. that psychology, what Neves talked about, is when the crowd are up from the first minute, players get to second balls first. Players run half a kilometre quicker. You know, Josh is an athlete. Oh, no. Try to be. You know, but when you when you're on, you know, Josh, you go on a training run on your own, you do well. Yeah. But when you're in a, when the you're in actual race day and all the crowd yeah. are cheering you. The adrenaline you don't know what happens. The adrenaline rushes through your body. That's exactly what happens to the players. So if we're just silent, it's the intention. It's not about the goals. And that the goals are always going to give us celebratory moments and singing songs. You know, everyone sings when they're winning, but you've got to sing when you're not winning. You've got to sing when you're losing. Yeah. That, is the, that is the true sign of uh, an elite mentality. And Neves keeps going on about it. He points to this. There's a reason. It's not just a celebration. There's a reason because he also does that realisation. He, and he needs that crowd. He wants the buzz. He wants the shouting. He wants the singing. He wants to fill the atmosphere because it makes him taller. It makes him faster. It makes him stronger. And guess what? You're going to perform better. And guess what? You're going to win matches. So that intention from the fans has to be from the first minute till the last. And you should go home, sore throats, onion, lemon, and lie down and bask in the glory, you know. So. Absolutely, mate, and great start to yeah to the to, to the to, to this segment as well. Uh, we're going to go on to you, Lucy, next. That big beaming smile that you you know I can see the the joy in your face for that. I mean, what points would you like to make? Uh, Dave Lopetegui is a genius in my eyes, in many of my family's eyes that went to watch that yesterday. The mentality that he had when we first saw. Um, the team news, we did look and go, oh, it's a bit strange, no Podence, you know, we've got no attack, you know, and putting these new players on, do we know that they're going to gel and everybody keeps on about, oh, they're going to gel and, oh my God, they were fantastic. They, they seem to have played for years together and it just worked. Um, there wasn't anything that I could say that was bad yesterday. The whole thing from start to beginning, um, from, from start to the end, it was just it was just brilliant. You know, the the music, the the way that the fans felt, it was just it was just the biggest buzz yesterday. It was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And walking out of there, singing the songs and cheering each other on and putting arms around each other again oh i just i'm still still got goosebumps thinking about it it was brilliant absolutely fantastic day still buzzing lucy yes 
<laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> and, and I think you said that you, you said exactly how all of us feel, Josh. Um, so tell everyone about your athletic stuff before um, before we move on. So it's, it's a bit been a bit lower than normal at the moment, but I'm slowly getting back to it. Um, so I do a lot of lot of running. Running was my main uh, <clears throat> my main instance, my main discipline. Um, so now I'm looking at a tough mudder this year. I've done London Marathon in 2018, which is a massive achievement, as well as uh, raising around three grand, I think it was, for Parkinson's UK, because both my granddad, both my well granddad, and now another family relative, close family relative, uh, has got Parkinson's. So it's a close to home uh, charity, and it was it, like Manny says, and the, the adrenaline London Marathon got you. Yeah. I mean, I was running a minute. I trained at if anybody knows the running terms, I was training at nine and a half minute miles, which was my marathon pace. Yeah. Um, and I was averaging for the first seven or eight mile, um, eight twenties. Wow. So I was knocking a minute, minute off a mile in my yeah. first seven miles, which was a bit stupid. I mean, I couldn't help it because it just felt natural to do that pace because every, it, everyone around you. Yeah. I say it was 28 degrees and that year, artist on record. Now my work keep laughing when I say that because I keep mentioning yeah. that. Um, but 28 degrees, I should have probably gone slower, but the adrenaline's pumping, it, it just gets you going. Um, which I think is what the players like Neves was picking up on, like Manny says, that boost that you can get given the adrenaline push is massive. Absolutely. And what, what sort of points would you like to make about the uh about the game yesterday? Um played really well, played really well. I thought we were organized, um, I thought we looked confident at the back, confident on the ball. Um, <clears throat> the play across side to side was brilliant. The, my brother said as well, there wasn't that noticeable long ball either. Everything was in triangles, I thought. It was pass, pass. Like if you come backwards to the back, the two centre halves, it went back into the middle, then left, forward, back into the middle, forward. It was all like little triangles and pockets the way we were working the ball when we had it. Um, I know people have been on about the atmosphere and we said it in the transfer deadline chat that it needs picking up on. Um, and I thought it the last few weeks, I thought the first five minutes, um, the last few games, um, I think the crowd have been there and then we've conceded early and it's just gone down like that. And I think the two goals in the first 11 minutes, it just put the noise in the stadium up to a completely another level and it continued on. Um, and so the only thing I will say, um, I know we're going a bit officiating usually, but I don't know if anyone else noticed it. The amount of foul throws that Trent and Andy Robertson had were ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. The one point down um, by the South Bank, Billy Wright side, um, Lino was literally right by um, Andy Robertson. And he basically literally stepped on the pitch. And the Welsh dragon that is Tony Roberts, as me and my brother like to call him, has gone absolutely ballistic at the Lino, saying, what are you doing? He's gone absolutely nuts. And it's, that, that's the only thing that knocked me off yesterday. And I know that's the small thing. But you're professional footballers. I mean, I could even see some down at the Steve Ball side of the North Bank. And Trent's foot, they usually if the foot glides across the floor, you see the toe drag. Trent's foot was two or three inches off the floor. Well, that's, a, that's just a little niggle anyway. But um, all in all, I thought we played really well. The team looked binded and it was all working together. It was fantastic, mate. It was good. Um, Chris, 
What? What? Obviously, I think you probably watched it on a stream. I'm guessing if you were traveling. No, I went. I was there. So. Oh, uh, you 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 yeah. traveled today. Yeah, I flew out of Birmingham at four this morning. So, um, yeah, I um, I went to the match. The word I would use to describe it was perfection, and and not just from the players. The players were all very good. Every single one of their one of those players did their jobs. They did what we wanted them to do. The the manager approached the game in the right way. He made perfect substitutions. The four minutes, which is my moment of the day before you ask, at the end of the game where we didn't give Liverpool the ball, was fantastic. I, mean, I, I can't remember a Wolfside ever doing that for that long, ever. It was just the whole day, the crowd, the atmosphere, the songs at the front. It was just one of those days where everything was right. And, and that's... And look at the result we had. It was fantastic. It was absolutely brilliant. And, and to, to be honest, when you when you, like you say, when you're laying against Liverpool and like they can't get the ball off you, and for them, it's you could see cloth on the the sideline. You could see that when that happens to you, you just like want to sink. You could see their players just they 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 just did not know what to do. They did not they did not know where to go. I mean, it, they just looked bamboozled. In the first five minutes, that uh, Thiago, he did a no-look pass into midfield. And I turned around my, my son and said, well, dear, oh, that was a pass and half. And thought it's going to be a difficult game. And then, you know, he, 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 been an eight, he may as well have been an 18-year-old kid they threw on that was just told to run around. Because he, well, he wasn't really running around. He was strolling around at the end. But he, he just hadn't got a clue. And he's, I think Manny said he's one of the best footballers in the world. He, he just did not know what to do. That mate didn't did they, Manny? I want to come on to you because obviously yeah. um, we talked quite extensively, and there's been like a lot of conversation, um, obviously on the podcast and on, on this show last week. You know, generally about in the last week or two about the Molly new atmosphere. The club's taken action; they made some changes to the pre-match uh, as well. Um, there's stuff going on off the field. You know, that they, they got rid of the goal music. I think you mentioned that in one of your tweets. The, the, I did, the, yeah. You know what? A huge, the start of the game, bringing back the wonder of you, it was a song that we could recognise and you, you just saw a few people starting to sing it. So if we can have a regular anthem like that, that people can join in before, you know, hi-ho, um, Wolverhampton as well, That's that created an atmosphere. And you know what? The only... Thing that they, I think they did wrong was at the end, fans were ready to sing again and they put bloody music on. You yeah, know. they put they da, 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 right at the end. Didn't yeah, they? yeah, and and sometimes you know the goal music, you're about to celebrate and then you drown the celebrations with goal music and then when the goal music stops, we stop, so you don't hear any fans, you know. And um, uh, it, it worked. There was an era for goal music, but it's not uh, Premier League. I don't think Premier League is an era for goal music. Goal music should be like when you're like maybe a non-league club and you've overachieved and you've beaten someone really high up. In this league, you're breaking up, Manny. I'm sorry, I don't know what's going on. Sorry about that. But all I was saying is, um, you know, it it was a different aura, wasn't it? It was a different aura from the Liverpool match, even Man City away. 
us frustrated because we belong we on very, the same very pitch. Well, we are still belong on the same pitch as Man City and Liverpool. We're going toe to toe with these teams, right? We have got really, really good players. Now we've got a good manager. We shouldn't be fearing teams. There's no. I, I mentioned it in another tweet. Is we shouldn't be using words like free hit, free hit again. Like I, I, I'd say, is like an, a, a lower league team playing a Premier League. We're playing in the same bloody league. Man yeah. City lost today. Spurs are not that brilliant. They lost today. They lost. My brother today. said free hit before the game, and I said, "Now nah, you can't use Liverpool as a free hit. You've got to at least any game, them. mate. Any game in our position is a chance to take points. Yeah. And if you don't approach it that way, guess what? A lot of the time you're going to lose, and then you lose three 0 and think, "Oh well, it's Man City." But your approach has got to be right. And and I think Lopetegui, what he does which is the most impressive thing, is he learns very quickly. He learned. He picked the wrong lineup to start at Man City. and then half He kind of insinuated that after the match as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Know? And at half-time, he changed it. He saw, let's get, you know, even though this, for me, was a 10 out of 10 perfection performance, he also saw Liverpool were starting to get on top. They were yeah. starting to get some possession. Yeah. They were starting to keep the ball. And guess what he did? He didn't wait till the 70th or 80th and hope that they didn't score. He went, Matinho, Raul, you know, Raul was crucial. People have talked about Matinho. Do not underestimate the job um, Raul did. He holds the Junior, ball up there. Junior went down in the second half. He got up, limped a bit. And then he looked shattered. He looked like he was knackered, like the wind had been taken out of him. When Raul came on, he took us further up the pitch straight away because Adama was literally on his own uh, after coming on. So, that gave us and Matinho, he just gets fitter every year, doesn't he? And he came he's, he's, he's like he's like Benjamin Button. He's unbelievable. And and both of those, Matinho and Raul, took us further up the pitch and we started to play again. And that's how our play started again because of the decision Julian Lopetegui made. The man in the chinos is the best manager I think we could have ever attracted. I was straight down. Primark, they didn't have any, so I <laughs> there um, you know. How funny does it come back round that that lad who was wearing chinos years ago, the Brentford fan on the train station, we've now got yeah, a bloke yeah. wearing chinos on our touchline. On our touchline, <laughs> yeah. We were singing all sorts of chino songs in, in the in the speed ball. I mean, you know, um, absolutely amazing performance. And also, the last thing I want to say about that performance for the first time in a long, long time, I saw a player who who I'd give a 10 out of 10. Everyone was eights and nines. Everyone was eights and nines. There was no one below an eight. But Mario Lamina was 10 out of 10. Super Mario. When he signed or when he was linked to Wolves, all of us thought, mm, that's what we thought. We didn't think, wow, what a signing. What? Where has he been? Where has he been? Eating, he's been eating bloody spinach for two years because <laughs> you know he, he, when he came on in his first game against West Ham, he looked good. He looked really good at Man City, didn't he, Dave? Even though he yeah, yeah. beat and at Liverpool, he dominated. His he did his role as well as you could ever do the role. I don't. I can't think of anyone else. Almost in world football, that could have done that role the way he did it because it was Liverpool. And I'm trying to think, which other player would you have had instead of him from the world of football? And I don't think I would have had anyone. That's like crazy. 
it was a 10 out of 10 performance what he did in midfield and, 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 and you want money as well he's got some skill on the ball there was like one move where he had two players on him he did something and created three yards of space out of nowhere I, he lost the ball. I can't remember him misplacing a pass or losing the ball you know he did all the dirty work he covered so much ground he closed every angle that Liverpool tried to find Liverpool liked to thread balls you know through two of their forwards and play little passes it he just found himself in the right position to basically intercept everything and you know uh, the other thing I remember turning around to someone and said we have just introduced two players Mario Lamina and Craig Dawson both who have played Premier League football before and guess what they looked like it didn't they they looked like they played there all their lives because they weren't two guys that we picked up from abroad will they settle are they any good these were like They've done it. They've already been in the Premier League. They know what the league's like. And both of them were, were in, absolutely imperious. So huge, huge win, huge statement of intent, um, huge bar that we set ourselves. You can't go to Southampton and think it's only Southampton or Bournemouth and it's only Bournemouth. We as the fans have got to have that same intensity. We can't just say we started singing at the start because it's Liverpool. We've got to do the same. We get to Southampton. We've got to do the same at at Bournemouth, and we've got to frighten these teams. Teams become frightened, you know, and our players become lifted. And we made and that mistake against Bournemouth at the way, didn't we? When they got tanked 9 0 and then they drew 0 0 to us. Yeah. We well, that's we always going to be rough. Yeah. Josh, uh, um, before I get on to Lucy next, after Josh uh, and Abby, as mentioned, no one's meant, I was going to bring this up, but actually, so the timing's really good. Uh, Sarabia, what did you make of him, Josh? And then Lucy. Obviously. <laughs> I was impressed. Um, I thought him and Cunha, yeah, because it was it was like a four four two when you watched okay. when we first started. N- Nunes was on the inside, and you had eight Nuri running out. But about after the fifteen minute, fifteenth minute, we moved Nunes out onto the left, and you're having Sarabia and Cunha up front. <clears throat> you went and to four four two, didn't they? Their link up play, um, and my brother said it. They were like two false nines. They were both getting the ball, both coming in. And either say if Sarabia had the ball, Kuna would go the other side. You'd have your two wink Nunes and um, Huang coming across, and vice versa. I thought the link up play was um, what's the word I'm after? Sublime. Especially was um, he put the ball over to Kuna for the goal, didn't he? It was to um, uh, it was to uh, Wang. The, the, that's the it. Dink, the yeah, it was. Ball, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he'd come deep, dinked it over. Brilliant. And created the chance. I thought his link up play, his build up play was, was brilliant. And he's everywhere. Yeah. I, I thought he was a lot smaller. And actually, I thought he was like a Moutinho height. And so I wasn't at City. And when he come on, on, when I saw him yesterday, I thought he's a lot taller than you thought he was on paper because he looked small built. I automatically thought he was like 5'7, five, 5'6. Five, but actually, you look at him, he's he was taller than Thiago. Yeah, he's got he's, he's got he's got he's got he's got a very athletic build. Lucy, uh, your thoughts on what Manny and uh, Josh have said there, and don't forget, everyone, you've got to get your word in. There's only Josh so far who got the word in. Well, you've, met, you've uh, missed mine then, haven't you? Manny has. Manny, oh, you've missed this as well. Manny, yes, yes, you got yours in as well, didn't you? Very clever. Sarabia, I thought I thought he was a dragon's breath of fresh air. To be honest, I, I thought he was on fire. I loved him. I thought he was brilliant. He was the link up play was fantastic, absolutely fantastic, brilliant. Right, that, that, that's that's brilliant. That is, he really was. Chris, the, I think I'd... all as well, brilliant. 
What do you say, Lucy? The, the speed on the ball. He, he was just brilliant. Couldn't fault him at all. Great. Great lad. Chris, I think I did miss yours. Can you um, rephrase that sentence? Because I think I missed it. Yeah, okay, I'll do that, Dave. Um, I think I think I'm just covering what Matt Tamani said about the team and the manager. We've got um, we've got a really good set of subs now. It, we've got like for like oh. good quality players, and the manager yeah. can drag on at any time onto the pitch. And it it, it it's just put us to a different level. There's there's a lot of teams around us that don't have that in depth bench, and it, yeah. that'll tell us as the season goes on. You know, the, earlier on this season, Dave, just going on to that, you know, we looked at our bench and we looked at it at the end of last season and we we had Cundles and the Campbells and, the, you know, we had all these players and we're thinking, what's going on? We brought on Adama Traore, Raul Jimenez, Joe Martino, Johnny. You know, this is ridiculous that we brought on players with that much experience. It didn't weaken our side at all. Actually, provided us more experience in trying to manage the game, and that is, you know, uh, let's be honest, we have to take our hats off to our club and the owners who have paid big. And we big have money. been very critical, wasn't we? Because yeah, we have. We're all been very, very critical. You know, they paid big money on the backroom staff, big money on the manager, <coughs> and then whichever player he's wanted, they've gone out and got. And look at how our side suddenly looks transformed just from a few weeks ago. You know, so hats off to everybody for recognising that they were failing, for Matt Hobbs being appointed, for the manager being appointed, for the changes they made, the pre-match changes you've just talked about with the match yeah. experience group. You know, the directors they listen. You know, they, they people can have a go, and they got rid. So they got sellers. People weren't happy. Guess what? It's on his bike. You know, it's almost they like they're watching the show, Dave. You what? Sorry, Chris. It's almost like they're watching the show when we start going on about something. I, I, well, different. I know. I, well, I do know that Russell watches a lot of the stuff. He, I mean, I know Russell watched and listened um, to all of the uh, the Johnny Phillips podcast and stuff, and they do they do listen to things. They, it's not just here; it's like other channels. You know, they listen to other podcasts that they obviously listen to uh, the stuff that's on socials and they get the feedback and stuff. And obviously they've got the, uh, the different groups where people are feeding back in. Uh, obviously yeah. I'm feeding back in stuff that I'm hearing into that group as well, uh, along with other people. And, you know, I mean, I didn't real, I didn't know that we're going to be making as many changes as they did. Like the goal music, I didn't realize the goal music was going to go this week, uh, but it did. Yeah. Um, you know what, Dave? I think it all starts Bailey. from Lopetegui. It starts from Julian Lopetegui. Yeah, the manager is the most crucial person at a football club. The manager, he sets the tone. You know, when you see him, he's not indecisive, is he? He just says, right, I'm going to do this. Three players, bring them on. He, he makes decisions very, very quickly. And what that does, it sets like an ethos around the club where you see the main man making quick decisions Guess what? Yeah. You also then want to make changes and be a bit braver. So I think the whole management team, the whole structure, the whole club will feed and bounce off the kind of person and personality he is. And they all mirror that. That's what happens. Yeah. You know, he's, he's giving clear direction, isn't he? He's, he's um, you can see he's clearly directing them as what he wants to do. And, and if you've got that, it takes away the confusion. And then the, the, the those, that confusion that we had was making mistakes. 
now it's clear they know what they've got to do. They, they he changed the way they were playing the ball around at the back yesterday. They oh, we, they hardly played uh, it. Didn't so they? I was yeah. practicing spraying the ball out twenty five yards or further up, all all before the game. And then you know, as soon as we had it, he was knocking it, knocking it. None of this ping pong, ping pong, which we were getting all upset about two weeks ago. So they they, they he's obviously told them, and that's that's it. And it, it's great I to see it. They did do some of that, but what they what like what you said, they didn't do it constantly. They mixed it up. They played the diagonal balls, saw kept the ball long from time to time. You know, so Liverpool didn't. That they couldn't just set. We weren't predictable, were we? we were unpredictable. No. Adama was killing him in the air. Second half, even Adama jumping. He's jumping. He's been Ed, unreal the last I two months. Fish, salmon, yeah. He gets so high against people that are bigger than him. He jumps. And so what someone's told him, look at the power you've got in your legs. It's not just about running. Your hamstrings will be that small because you've got that much strength. You'll be able to springboard up in the air. And the air time you get is unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I, I've been there a lot yesterday, I've got to say. He was pushed in the back all the time mm. yesterday. Stop he was jumping. mad. And he didn't get the. We didn't hardly got the free kicks. When we did get one, there was no. a big, like, sarcastic uh, applause. You got to say, fair enough. I mean, he's you know, we talk about Trari. He, he he played. His decision making was good. His jumping was fun. He look. He looks like he's really trying, like yeah. giving everything. I think it was. I don't know who it was. Is it you? I'm not sure whether it was you, Chris, or some, or earlier on. Um, it might have been Craig. That when we that that defensive. Uh, wall that we put in when the ball came out to was it was it Mane or someone? Yeah, it's crazy. He said the overhead kick, yeah. And the ball bounced out, and he literally flung his leg to clear the ball away to get it away, and like that showed how committed he is. Now I do want you know, hopefully he signs a new contract or whatever. I know he gets some stuff, but you know we don't want him to go for free. Um, but we'll see what happens with that. Right, we're going to go round um, and do our. Uh, Moment of the day, performance rating, and uh, obviously, man of the match. Who wants to go first? Ladies first. I'll go first. I'll let Lady. Lucy go first. Okay, lady. Go on, then, Lucy. Thank you. Thank you. Especially not when I'm at the match, but never mind. Uh, right. I'm going to go for a 10 out of 10. Dave, I'm sorry, but your 9 out of 10 just doesn't stick. <laughs> in the bin. <laughs> in the bin, mate. Oh, baby. That's just wrong. 10 okay. out of 10 all day long. It was fantastic. And guys, start putting your match rating uh, and man of the match in the uh, chat as well, please. So nine, boys, 10 out of 10, go on. Yeah, the boys put a proper shift in yesterday and I was proud as punch of every single one of them. Every single one. They were brilliant. Um, my man of the match, um, you can't give the manager... Man of the match, but I'll give it to Lamina instead. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fantastic. It was he was up and down that pitch. He was he was leading from the back. He he was just great, and he gave he he managed to give Neves the opportunity to come forward, which we've been missing for so so long. Um, so that that was really really encouraging to see. So yeah. Lamina. And your moment of the day? Um, I think it's got to be... Oh, Star's first save. Star's that, first save, yeah, okay. 
how he got to that, I don't know, but wow. Wow. It was it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, and I've got to say, happy birthday to my Uncle Derek today. Is he watching? He should be. I've told him to. <laughs> happy birthday, Uncle Derek. Fantastic. Chris, over to you, young man. All right, well, match day rating, Dave. I'm going to take the opportunity to turn you into Mr. Negative once. You're always Mr. Positive, but I'm going to go for a 10. So you're officially the worst score. So, uh, yeah, it's a 10 from me. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting absolutely roasted. <laughs> um, man of the match for me was Lamina. We haven't had a midfield general in our midfield since Paul Ince left the club. And that was a midfield general applying his trade. He was winning everything, setting things up, starting up, retrieving the ball. Exactly what we need to do to let these other players play football. And I think I think he's he was my my man of the match. Um, moment of the day, I think I already said, was the keep ball. Oh, I have not seen a offside do that ever. Um, we're always used to hanging on and biting our nails and anything else that we can bite at the time. That's so true. Um, and and I didn't feel like that like yesterday. I was just laughing and clapping because I, I it was you could see what was happening and you could see the effect it had on Liverpool. And I, I just thought it was great. Fantastic, mate. Uh, Josh, we'll go Josh then, Manny. Um, match rating has to be a ten. Um, I was fully expecting at least well minimum a point, well maximum a point. If I'm being honest, I did did not see us winning. Although Liverpool have been out of form. Um, yes, yeah, a 10 out of 10 for me. Man of the match for me has got to be uh, Mr. Craig Dawson um, on the basis of goal and clean sheet. What more? He'll, he'd have walked back into that room in the changing room, high as a kite. He'll, he'd have been fantastic. I mean, he's contributed to a goal and he's contributed to the clean sheet. He'd have, that's his, his clean sheet's his job, but getting a goal is even, even more. Um, so that's my uh, me um, man of the match. My moment of the day also involves him again, um, and it links back to his interview and the behind the scenes video. Um, when he's doing the photo shoot, you hear the bloke taking the photos in the background. Go, oh, do a celebration as if you've scored. And he oh, that was funny. Like, I don't, he was I don't like, know what to do. He couldn't put himself to do it. Yeah. He was laughing. Don't know what to do. And he does like a little shy like that. Put he pushes his arms like that, and whether something clicked in his head. When he was down by the Billy Wright, he turned up to somewhere where, whether it was family, and he proper went where he did that shy one in the studio. He did a proper shake of the arms and screamed, and it's as if something clicked in his head. There's my celebration. I'll do it properly now. Well, he's, he's yeah. on the front cover. If you, that that moment is on the front cover, the extra time, yeah, uh, thumbnail. That is my moment of the day because the parallels to the interview where the bloke says he does that shy shake of the arms. The cameraman says, "Oh, you never know." And then he's gone and scored, and he's done it actually properly done it the way he shyly did it in the uh, behind the scenes. So that's my moment of the day. Absolutely fantastic. And then uh, for you, and then we get the wheel after that. Manny, it's pretty easy. Isn't it? day, it's easy. Know your performance rating to ten, I think. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You know, if you could give more, you give more. It was like, you know, I I did expect us to get something, and I expected us to show a real positive reaction. Um, but there's no Wolves fan that sitting here that thought we were going to beat Liverpool 3 0 the way we did. So it's a 10 out of 10 by far. Um, one of the best, greatest performances I've ever seen a Wolves team give ever, you know. Um, 
we've had better comebacks and stuff, like I said, but this is like you're taking apart uh, a premier proper outfit, you know. They've won everything, haven't they? So, um, my man, all of you as well, because he did. If you've watched the reaction, he did give him a 10 as well. Yeah, my man in the match, um, you know, Lamina was, I told you, it was 10 out of 10. I haven't seen 10 out of 10 performance, so but I will go with Josh because you know, center off, experienced, organizer, clean sheet. Score on your debut. He's the best ex-baggy we've ever had since Steve Ball already. Yeah. <laughs> already, yeah. you know, and and yeah, and like you, Dave, you said earlier, it was like he'd been there forever. It was like he's been our captain. He was a captain at the back. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. uh, just he was a captain at the back. And um, I know we don't want to mention the CC word, but don't. you know, one thing <laughs> I have to say is. Julian Lopetegui recognised that. I, I think he has. He recognised there was missing leadership in our stuff. Guess yeah. what? He bought in. He bought in his John Ruddy, Mister Bentley, four hundred yeah. appearances, and he bought in his Connor Cody, Craig Dawson. So he, yeah. you know, Bruno Large got rid of him, and he bought him back. In and different he's, he's also bought in additional leaders, like um, yeah. in other areas, like that Lamina. Yes. He, yeah. As well, he's kind of like a leader on the pitch. He was like setting the standard, wasn't he? As well, spine of the team, spine of the team. Right you know, yeah. the moment and of the Australia. match. Yeah, moment of the match. Actually, you know, I'm going to agree with Chris, but there's something linked to that. Jurgen Klopp, at the start of every game, every team he plays, he stands on the halfway line with his hands in his pockets, looking really arrogant and smug, and watches the opposition train. So we were watching him closely. We were filming him. My son was using the phone, filming. You are, you often get into the game and watch all. We the get films. in one hour. We get in over an hour early. We got in ninety minutes early. I don't think there's anyone in the crowd before we got in, and we <laughs> like to because my son's into coaching and we like to watch all the coaching, all the drills, and he takes notes and everything. And you see what he was doing and the way he was watching. He doesn't need to watch us, and it's almost like a show of arrogance, you know. I'm watching you. I'm I'm Mr. Klopp. And the guy is completely, utterly arrogant, which is good in a way, you know, for a manager to have, but you've got to show some humility. And he, yeah, showed, great, he, he showed no humility towards Wolves, you know, in any of his um, words afterwards. So I my moment of the match afterwards. was we, when we, at that end, you know, I was looking at that dugout and all you saw was Lopetegui in his chinos. Klopp was buried inside the dugout, nowhere to be seen. Yes. And we produced 64 passes with only it one... Was, it was a joy. It was a one joy. One interception. And once a Liverpool foot, foot got um, near a ball and just deflected off, a, uh, you know, and everyone then stood up and applauded. And that was goosebumps. Oh, that was everyone, everyone just thought, wow. You know, this is my season to get paid for. This is what, you know, people who have been depressed, people who have been struggling, people who have been out of work, people who have been suffering, loved ones, you know, whatever people's strife is, at that moment, they're standing up, they're applauding, and they're welling up, and they're welling up with real emotion and love for their crowd. And that moment... 
has been missing, hasn't it? Let's be honest, he's been missing for a long time. So that was my moment of the match and long may continue. Fantastic, mate. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, for me, I, my moment, I, I love the, the LA's, the, the Nevis goal, the, all, you know, throughout the, 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 the first goal, the um, <laughs> the Dawson defence, the, the, the goal. But I did have a laugh. And I, I, coming back on to what you're on about with uh, Jurgen Klopp because of his arrogance and stuff, when yeah. the whole of Molyneux was singing, you're getting sacked in the morning and Klopp was just stood <laughs> there like this and he was kind of like yeah. trying to laugh it off. It was, it was priceless. I, I really kind of... Because exactly what Manny says... He, yeah. he has got an arrogance, and I don't think that's a bad thing in a way. You, yeah. you want that arrogance, but give credit where credit's due to the other team. And mm. he's like, like in the FA Cup, all the other stuff, he never does. And he kind of got it back yesterday in spades. And you're getting singing to Jurgen Klopp, who is one of the best managers in the world that has won six trophies with Liverpool, took them to within, you know, two. Games of winning the quadruple last year and allaying them and singing "You're getting sacked in the morning" was just absolutely bloody brilliant, and I absolutely I couldn't help but laugh. It was just I was just thinking, this is Molyneux banter at its absolute best, and it was just a joy. Can I just say one thing? I just want to say one thing. I'll include this before we go. We don't need to sing. Sign on, sign on. I agree. I, 100%. I raise funds for food banks in Wolverhampton. I, you know, Wolverhampton's got more poverty than Liverpool. Thirty-two percent people are asking for handouts. We're not. We we need to back our team. Use your voices to back your own team. Have the banter with the away fans, but don't use your voices to sing a song that means absolutely nothing. It degrades yourself as a human being. So um, I, I hate when that song. To be fair. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair point as well. We've got to move on from things like that. Have the band yeah. to sing the funny songs like that, that stuff. But, like, you know, it's all stuck back in the 80s and stuff like that, some of that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's a good point that you make. We don't need to. We're better than that, basically. Mm. We're better than that. Um, right, then. Let's um, let's bring on the, uh, the, the spin the wheel to finish mm. off. And, guys, you can now put in the chat, have you spotted the secret word? That the uh, the the fans the pundits were saying, um, I think a few of you might have spotted it, but like I'm hoping you have. We're going to you see the wheel, guys. Yep. Yep. Here we go. If it's uh, one we've had, I'll. Ooh, this is um, quite a good one. I don't think we've had this one for quite a long time, um, so we're going to go with it. If you, what would you do if you were invisible? Hold on, Manny's... Manny's... Manny's <laughs> <That's laughs> Where's Manny gone? He's already invisible. He's gone invisible. <laughs> Manny's Manny's answer was high from the chat. The question is, as I just read out, what would you do if you're invisible for a night and you just disappeared off the screen? I thought I'd do it for real. <laughs> man, that was, oh man, you, you do you do crack you do crack me up. Okay, uh, Josh, I'm not going to give it a choice. Josh, you're going first on this. We're going to go in this order. We're going to Lucy's going to have the last word. We're going to go Josh, Manny, Chris, Lucy. So I had this one a few months back, um, and my response was it was after the Leicester game. I think it was actually my response was go into that dressing room and see what the hell was going on. Um, 
I'm going to say it again now because I reckon the changing room yesterday after the game would have been electric and I just would love to have been in there to experience how everybody felt. Oh, mate, I, I, it would have been absolutely brilliant, wouldn't it? And Carry on, Josh. So having that, having that on two different ends of the spectrum within the space of what three months, I think, just shows how far we've we've come in the last few months under Lopetegui. So to have been in there and experienced what was said by the manager after the game, um, after a big win, and going into the next few weeks, what the feeling would have been like as the players, and what see see if the motivation is is there with the players and everything. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Manny. Um, what was the question? <laughs> so the question was, what would you, because this is why we were laughing, because it came up, what would you do if you were invisible for a day? And then you, you disappeared off the screen. What would you do if you were invisible? For a day. Oh, man. <clears throat> you know what? It's all got to be Wolves related, I think, with it's on such a high. Is to... Go for a coffee with Ruben Neves, <laughs> right? And try and find out what it would take to keep him at Wolves forever. And then when he and then obviously try and make that happen somehow, you know. Um just going on to that, you know, the guy will only ever become a true icon and legend at Wolverhampton Wanderers. If he moves to PSG or Barcelona or Real Madrid or Man City, he will just become another player on their long list of legends. At Wolves, he'll have streets named after him. He'll have stands named after him. He'll have statues put um, for him. If he wants that, then he has to stay at Wolves. Ruben, stay at Wolves. Yeah, someone um, just take this bit of um, what Manny's just said. Send it to Ruben or Ruben's wife. Stay at Walls. We don't want you to ever leave. We love you. We'll pay you whatever you want. Um, you're our captain and a leader, and we want you to lead us to, a, to, to Cups and Trophies and Europe again, and it's going to happen under Lopetegui. Um, so, yeah, that would be good. I like that one, mate. Uh, Chris? Um, I think I... I think I'd like to be invisible somewhere where they're making decisions. And that, I mean, somewhere like, I don't know, some big political place with the presidents and prime ministers or... or the even VAR the room, even. Well, no, because <laughs> they're already invisible there, aren't they? A <laughs> uh, load of invisible idiots. Um, but no, somewhere where there was something that you're not normally privy to so you could sit there and watch and, and you know especially these places that make decisions that you don't understand why they are so you can see all the facts and all the things act out and, and that sort of stuff that's what I like to try and do instead of no. sitting there and getting frustrated about it no I like it I like it that brings us up to uh, to you to close the show with uh, with this one Lucy yeah and no, I haven't got a daft one today Damn, everyone's going to be all disappointed now. Now, I'd like to be invisible for the day and go on the team coach when they go away. Oh, because they look like they're having such a laugh. That's they're a good answer. Each other, they're just buzzing, they're laughing so hard with each other. I love it. So I'd love to go on the team coach. That's a great, that's a really, yeah. really good answer. That is. I'm Guys. 
That's a really good one. It's really good, guys. It's been brilliant. We've just done a, just done over. We've just done our ninety minutes plus added time coming up to the end of the show, which is absolutely fantastic. It's been a great show tonight. It's been an absolute joy. Uh, you know, we always try with extra time and with the podcast and everything on this channel to reflect everyone's views. And we've had some tough times, haven't we? Yeah. We've had some times where we've been really angry. People have been angry, frustrated. You know down, depressed, full of no hope, you know, believing and stuff. And we've been through that. It's been tough. It's been a tough time being a Wolves fan. So I think what's reflected on tonight's show, you know, and reflected again in the atmosphere as we've talked about over the last week and we've started to see the, the, the green shoots of recovery is that joy and that belief and that hope all starting to flood back. And, and it also, could have been Michael Beale. <laughs> and it, yeah, well, do you know what, Manny? It's funny you should say that because I was thinking that on the way back from the game yesterday. I was just thinking, what if it had been Beale? I mean, we'd have got behind him, but yeah. like, would Beale he have attracted these players? Hot. Would he have had that aura? Would he have I had that? Well, I don't think so. Yeah. And would um, he have been beaten one nil by an awful Liverpool team. Yeah. And you know, you, you've heard of like sliding door moments. He mm. could have accepted that job, and he Easily, and, yeah. and he didn't, and thank God he didn't because we need, to, we, we need to. Everyone, if you ever see Michael Beale, buy him a drink, shake his hand. We should have him <laughs> on here as a special guest. <laughs> he only comes on places that's got Rangers in it, so I don't think unless he goes to Stafford Rangers, we've got no chance. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, guys, you're absolutely right. It's, it's great to do a show. We're all happy. We're going to have times where we're going to be upset with things and stuff like that because that's the nature of football. But it's another step forward. And like you said, like a lot of people have said tonight, we've got to back that up now. It's a great win against Liverpool. You know, the team's looking like they're starting to believe in the project and what Lopetegui's doing in each other and the confidence is coming back. We've got to go and put uh, Southampton and Bournemouth to bed. Um, in the next Big couple games. of games, and if we do that, you know, I think we need five more wins probably out of 17 games to be properly safe. Could there be two or three draws in that? And we're getting there, aren't we? Could get in six Could games, get... he's double the total. In six games, yeah, he so had Yulin Lopetegui hasn't even started with Wolves, he's only had six games and he's doubled our total. I know it's crazy to think, isn't it? And you know what? We don't. We want to be going to the Arsenal game, last match of the season. You know, in our fancy dress or whatever it is we go as. You we know. can still catch them, Dave. We can still catch them. Oh. <laughs> it's the game before, Dave. It's the big one. We need that. We need to be dead and buried by that point against Everton. Well, I say yeah. dead and buried. We need to be done by that point. Oh, no, this is what I'm saying. We don't want to be going into that game having to win it. Yeah. And, no. you know, yeah. because, because be, I mean, they might have won the title by there. We'll probably, you know, I can see now the Wolves, the Wolves players coming out in the guard of honour, clapping them out. Well done. Da, da, da. We're still in the Premier League. And boy, enjoy your title this year, guys, because we're coming for you next year. That's what we want. And on that note, I'm going to end the show. Thanks ever so much to everyone in the, uh, in the chat. If you've enjoyed it, please smash a like. If you're brand new, please subscribe. Uh, if you're watching it back in catch up again, leave it in the comment section below your thoughts on what we've talked about. And if you're listening to it on the podcast, leave us a writing on there. Um, final words, uh, one liners for everyone. Uh, Manny, 
Upgrade to 10, Dave. Upgrade to 10. <laughs> Lucy. Wolves, are we? Josh. Just a homage to Neves with his celebration. I think, therefore, I play. We, we I love it. That. I love it. Chris. Just a happy game. Happy day. Enjoy. And from all of us here, from all the guests, and to all of you, love to you and your families wherever you're watching the world. Always Wolves. Always Wolves. Always Wolves. See you, everybody. Bye. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.